0: Welcome to the Eat Scripture Podcast. This is Eric and Gina Robinson. And we've been going through the Gospel of Luke. Before we get started, I just want to thank you for listening and Mm -hmm. for sharing our podcast. Uh, This all just came about kind of because we had people who we couldn't meet with, who wanted Mm -hmm. to study. And also people just asking, thinking, saying, I wish I could be a fly on the wall when y'all are studying. Mm -hmm. And so it's just us sharing our basic basic thoughts and um but we enjoy doing it and we're glad to have you uh, Mm -hmm. join us and so we have been in the gospel of luke for um quite a while Mm -hmm. and we're getting toward the end but it's kind of this it's an important part this is the climax we're coming to the crucifixion. this is what we've been uh looking toward building building and building and building and um yep so um We know that last time, when we ended last time, Peter had just denied Christ three times Mm -hmm. and the rooster had crowed and he uh, had gone out and wept bitterly. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's where we'll pick up today. But again, just thank you for listening. And um, if you want to know anything else, if you'd like to be involved in some other part of our ministry, this is just one small piece of what we are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go to eatscripture.com and find out a little bit there if you don't see what you would like to find out about just shoot us an email and we'd be glad to let you know oh yeah so okay are we ready to get started
1: yeah let's do um we are going to start by going to Chapter 22, verse 63, mm-hmm. when we ended the last time we were right at where Peter had denied him three times and how ugly that was. What a terrible scene uh, it was. Peter then winds up weeping bitterly. Then we're getting into the point where Jesus is now being <clears throat> being mocked mm-hmm. by those who are holding him in custody. And so we're going to go from here. And now he's he's in custody from here on until he's dead, obviously. And right, um, and... As
0: we start, they're just at. He's before the council, so he's mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, is he at the high uh, priest's house? It looks like that doesn't happen
1: until verse 66. Um, and so they are, I mean, he's at the house. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what it looks like happening here. And then only in 66 and following is he before the council, the actual council.
0: So of, everybody has either yeah. come to the house or they've taken him.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, the guards else. are here. They're holding him, you know, they're. Been guarding him ever since mm-hmm. they got him out of the garden and so whoever whoever is here that brought him over you know they're still here and still in the courtyard um at the high priest's yeah. house and um, beating him up whatever until it's time to go in front of the
0: 70. okay yeah we're gonna have a couple of uh well maybe just one change of scenery here mm-hmm. in this next section mm-hmm. yeah so,
1: so okay. i think uh we'll start by reading just Let's go from 63 all the way to the end of the chapter, and then we'll cover that.
0: All right. Now the men who were holding Jesus in custody were mocking him as they beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, Prophesy, who is it that struck you? And they said many other things against him, blaspheming him. When day came, the assembly of the elders of the people gathered together, both chief priests and scribes. And they led him away to their council, And they said, If you're the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I ask you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. So they all said, Are you the Son of God then? And he said to them, You say that I am. Then they said, What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips. Hmm.
1: Which is a really interesting way, I think, to put verse 71, because that's not exactly what they heard, but that's funny. Right. Um, they're just desperate to grab something, which is what they They're twisting doing. words. Yep. And. For sure.
0: Reading into things, and. Yep. We have not ever heard of such a thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness we've never had to put up with this.
0: I mean, it just makes me feel a little bit more, um, I don't know, like we're not the first to mm-hmm. have had leaders who are so corrupt and yeah. who can twist. It's not just the leaders. It's just everybody right now. It's just the right system, the just, entire worldly we system. We all twist and take little soundbites from people and, mm-hmm. yeah. and make, make it, it sound it,
1: like they're saying what we what, want p- right. to believe they're saying.
0: Right. And so it's just ugly to see here written on paper mm-hmm. and, it, and about our Lord. Yeah. Um, but it's ugly all the time. Mm-hmm. and We need to be careful about that.
1: Yeah. So need to be careful. Now, if we go back to sixty-three through sixty-five, and we see, you know, this ugly, ugly scene of him being blindfolded, they're mm-hmm. beating him. They're saying, "Prophesy! Who is it that struck mm-hmm. you?" As if this is some kind of weird, violent parlour trick that well, they they're can, making can fun of prophecy. To do um, yes, absolutely. They're they're yes. totally making fun of prophecy so. of his power. Um, and yet he takes it all. Mm-hmm. He takes it all, and that really is what we're supposed to see here. I mm-hmm. think is that he, even though he's God, he's allowing this mm-hmm. to take place, allowing it to happen to him. Um, so as sad as it is, and as ugly as it is, unwarranted, all of the uh, more than Unfair. that, so much more. Oh, yeah, we could use all the words. It's such a gross scene. And they're blaspheming him, as Luke says. While this is happening, this is blasphemy against God, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Luke even uses the word right to let us know it. It really, even though it's captured in just these few three verses, it's so big. It's such mm-hmm. a such a uh, weighty event that's taking place where God is allowing Himself to be beaten up by His creation and mocked and yes. beaten up. Um, and, and so it's, we should get the impact Unfathomable, this. Really. Yeah, it really is. Um, so I just don't want us to to run past it too mm-hmm. quickly. Then we get to 66 and following.
0: So and the, the morning has come. Yes, the day.
1: day came. That's what we've been waiting for is the dawn. Convene this council as quickly as possible. Right as dawn comes, I think is the idea. So I don't know
0: if they sounds like they took him to a different place but maybe they just led him into a different room where the council was
1: it's hard to say i guess um probably you would think they took him to a different place Mm -hmm. but you know i i don't know exactly um but sure enough they gather the council together but even what that means i think this may maybe just a quick quorum that they've gotten together right. so they can get done what they want to get done right. and get him moved on in front of pilot as quick as possible. We know that by noon, he's going to be hanging on the cross.
0: Yeah. So it's quick.
1: So they're doing this as fast as possible mm-hmm. to get it through before, the system before the crowds get mm-hmm. up and everybody gets mm-hmm. moving. And you and know, before maybe
0: even some of their members who may not that's agree not, with them
1: I think so. can,
0: because they're motivated.
1: Absolutely. And that's yeah. why
0: they're all up at this hour. Ready to go.
1: I don't believe for a second they want the Judas uh <laughs> they
0: want
1: <laughs> to, I don't believe for a second that they want the Joseph's of Arimathea or the Nicodemuses to be a part mm-hmm. of this particular right. ruling that they're doing right here. They don't want to have any dissenting voices. Let's get this in, get the people who are on our side or who will say yes because they have mm-hmm. to, because we'll coerce them to they've got momentum um, and then they're just gonna push this through as quickly right. as they can because they've still got to get in before Pilate. Then we're going to see him go before Herod, be right. taken over to Herod's palace. Herod's going to spend time with him. And then All of that's going to happen. Then back to Pilate, and then Pilate's going to have him beaten. All of this is going to happen before he's even hanging on the cross by noon. He's going to be hanging on the cross, having ta- been this been taken through the streets. <laughs> yeah, he's going to still has to parade right. through the streets, get to the place of the cross. They're going to lay him out on the cross and, and uh, nail him up there. And then they're going to stick it up in the, uh, the hole in the ground. I mean, all of that has to happen before noon. How quickly must this be taking place? This is a rush, 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 speed, speed trial, kangaroo court thing. Mm-hmm. Get him where we need him so that we can right. get this thing done. Now, when day came, the assembly of the elders, they had all gathered together, it says. So we know this is that this would be the Sanhedrin. Uh, What we know of as Sanhedrin, their major ruling body. They led him away, whatever that means, in front of that body, that Sanhedrin, the council. They start asking him, if you're the Christ, tell us. It says in verse 57, he said to them, if I tell you, you'll not believe. And if I ask you, you'll not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man shall be seated at the right hand of the Son uh, of the power of God. Mm -hmm. Now, this very much, I think, is an indictment on all of us, all people, human beings. Mm -hmm. Um, This isn't just for the elders of that day. I mean, it certainly was at that time. We can put it in that period in time, but definitely you think about this, how many people still utterly refuse to admit who Jesus is, even though they may know in their hearts Mm -hmm. that he's their Lord and wants to be their Lord and is trying to get them to submit to him. Mm-hmm. but they refuse adamantly. And so they ask this demand. me make this demand of him. Tell us if you're the cross, just so that they can say, see, he's a liar.
0: Mm-hmm. See, right. He's obviously they don't really a liar. Want
1: they don't know. Right. And so Jesus, Jesus tells them, look, if I tell you, you won't believe. And if I ask you, you're not going to answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not, you know, this is, so don't pretend this like this is actually right. a pursuit of truth. Right. How many people claim to be pursued, pursuing truth today that refuse to see the truth that's actually standing right there in front of them? It happens all the mm-hmm. time. It's not like this is a one-time event. This mm-hmm. is happening even today.
0: Well, I even think about people who say they do believe with their lips. Yeah. But refuse to submit
1: yes, to his authority the submission issue. Yeah. And
0: believe that he really is Lord.
1: Yes, their Lord. Right, you're the one who and gets what to that say means. everything, and so and gets that to probably comes
0: life. in here too. Yeah.
1: Yes, uh, I think that would fall into this as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because that's not they don't want to give in to that. They have decided right. their power sits with them, and uh, and do not. And want... I say
0: they because we all do it at times, not yes. meaning to, but we may not realize we're doing that. But this is something we all have to be aware of.
1: Yes that you can wind up making these choices right,
0: pretty easily mm-hmm. without even realizing that you're doing
1: it, that you're trying to hold on to your own power and uh-huh. your own power over your own life is right. what you believe you have that nobody should be able to take from you. Guess what? God wants that power. He's the one, I mean, he's the only one who has the true right to take that from you.
0: But I he say, "Well, it. I don't believe in a God that says this.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Well, right. Maybe you need to think about that again. Mm-hmm. Cause if he did say it, mm-hmm. you don't get to change it mm-hmm. because it, doesn't sit well with you
1: right exactly
0: and that's kind of what they're doing here
1: yeah oh yeah that's very much what they're doing i think you're right they don't like how it's how god has set it up and they're trying to make it be another way mm-hmm. and make it sound like it's righteously another way like this right. is obviously wrong
0: we're protecting the people from this
1: yes thing. exactly but verse 69 but like it or not this is just the way it is like it or not mm-hmm. the son of going to be seated at the right hand of power from now on Right. so he's, whether or not believes. you say yeah whatever you say today isn't really going to be the end of the matter so that's where they said uh in verse 70 so they said are you the son of god then and he said to them you say that i am which to me it's not the easiest little piece of way it's just a little phrase that he says to him. it's not the easiest mm-hmm. thing to translate but i think it's basically you know kind of like we might say from your lips Right. I mean, that's what he, you said that I, I, you just said it. You said the words, I mean, right there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a well from your lips. Um, and And of course, this is all they need. In verse 71, they jump on that. Like he's made some great proclamation in front of a mm-hmm. crowd. I'm the son of God and I'm here to save you. They don't even, that's not what's happening. All he said was, well, you just said it. And, and they just use that. Oh, you all heard it. Blasphemy right there. We're putting this guy to death. And so I think this is this is how desperate they are to just have anything that they can
0: use against it. Right. I agree.
1: OK. And so that's what, so when we get to that um, verse 71, we should hear how. Just how ridiculous it sounds. They're that just they're looking to use for this,
0: anything, and he knows that. Yes, he they're knows He knows he's for not going to anything he says. They're yeah. going to use it against him, and that's what he just said. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're not going to believe me, right? And you're not going to answer me,
1: right? Because he's no. going to. The interesting thing is, he's going to use basically the exact same phrases in front of Pilate. And Pilate's going to take nothing from it. He's going to be like, oh, there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. So I, but we'll read about that right now. Right. So let's start in chapter 23, verse 1. And I think we probably will go ahead and read through verse 17. Okay. Let's read through and then we'll talk about this whole piece. Okay.
0: Then the whole company of them arose and brought him before Pilate. And they begin to accuse him, saying... We found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar and saying that he himself is is Christ, a king. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, You have said so. Then Pilate said to the chief priest and the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they were urgent, saying he stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee, even to this place. And Herod and his soldiers treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then, arraying him in splendid clothing, he sent him back to Pilate. And Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day, for that before this they had been at enmity with each other. Pilate then called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was misleading the people. And after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither did Herod, for he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserving death has been done by him. I will therefore punish and release him.
1: Hmm. All right. We'll stop right there. Um, When we are beginning this piece, they have now taken him to Pilate. And this is what they want to do. And like we said, they wanted to get that whole condemnation in front of the council done so that they could move him on to the next part. Well, that's in front of Pilate. So now they got to get the Roman uh, authorities approval to get him mm-hmm. put to death because Romans wouldn't allow Jews to put anybody to death. That was right. They kept the capital punishment was something only under their control. And so when the whole company had said... of them arose and brought him to Pilate. then uh, in verse two and they began to accuse him so they're accusing him before Pilate, and this is what they accuse (laughs) him of to mislead our nation forbidding us to give tribute to caesar saying that he himself is the christ uh is christ the king well
0: none of those things were
1: i mean he definitely we know he's the christ he's never strayed away from being called the son of god Um, and he calls himself certainly the son of man. And he even told Peter, Peter was right when he called him the son of God. So all of that, we know, we know that he's the Christ and that he admits that, but this idea of forbidding payment of tribute to Caesar, which is the thing that Pilate would probably take most seriously.
0: Right. That's why they said it.
1: Yes. I think so. That's completely He's causing a ruckus
0: and he's, he's telling people not to pay tribute. Not
1: even to pay taxes to Caesar. And we know that's false. I mean, he, he was blatantly asked about it and told them to give the coin with Caesar's image on it to Caesar. Uh, I mean, it's so clear. So they are, they are, though, definitely pushing false charges and trying to get him condemned with all that they can. Pilate asked him, are you king of the Jews in verse three? And he answered, you have said so. Now, again, to me, this is a statement that can be translated very easily, well, from your lips. It's not the exact same words as we saw up in verse 70, but it's the same meaning. I think without question, that's why these are mirroring here each other uh, as we stand before first the council and then Pilate. When Pilate hears him say this, well, from your lips, you know, then Pilate goes to the chief priests in the crowds and says, I find no guilt in this man. Pilate doesn't take the sentence even close to like the council wanted to take it. He's not even the least bit just bothered by it. the fact that Jesus is like, trying to push an agenda.
0: Like this is like a fly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, this is not a significant what are you,
0: thing. What What do you people Surely so there's about. no
1: guilt in a guy who speaks like that. You're not worried about this guy. right? Um, and so he so he makes his first declaration. This is just his first one so far that he finds no guilt in him. But it says they were urgent saying, he stirs up the people teaching throughout all Judea from Galilee, even to this place. So he's been teaching everywhere, just stirring up people. That's what he does. This is their big accusation, of course. And Rome didn't like it when people got, when crowds gathered right. too much, when there seemed to be a little too much. It's um, actually
0: these people that are the problem.
1: Yeah. No, the people who are stirring up issues mm-hmm. are these. Yeah. But they're accusing it of Jesus. So then, though, verse six, Pilate heard him say that about teaching throughout all Judea from Galilee, even to mm-hmm. this place. hmm then he asked whether the man was a Galilean. Hey,
0: maybe I can pass. Is he box. from
1: Galilee? Yeah. And when he learned that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, yes, he's originally from Galilee. He's uh-huh. from that little place Nazareth. Then he sent him over to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at the time. Pilate's got to be happy to have Herod, Herod close by. He can just mm-hmm. kind of push this away right. and say, this is not the kind of thing I want to even get involved in. This is an innocent man, obviously. There's Maybe no Herod reason. can take
0: care of this. Yes.
1: I'll let somebody who's this under his, mm-hmm. jer- happened in his jurisdiction. I'm going to let him deal with it. Right. So he pushes him off to Herod.
0: And just to make sure people know, because I always have this question <laughs> in my head too. This is not the same Herod that was ruling when Jesus was born. Right. And had the babies killed. Right. This is his son. Yep. But it is the same Herod that had John the Baptist beheaded. John the Baptist yeah, and, that's right. and in chapter nine was seeking to, to
1: see Jesus. Had been hearing about Jesus. He wants to, to see, see
0: Jesus. somebody doing some magic tricks.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, which we're going to find out right here. That's what he'd, yeah. he would like to see if right. Jesus will do anything in front of him here. Right. Um, so he sends him over to Herod who was himself in Jerusalem at the time, then verse eight, when Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad for he had long desired to see him because he had heard about him. And he was hoping to see some kind of sign done by him. Oh, great. That guy who does tricks is here. We got, let's see some tricks. Verse nine. So he questioned him at some length, but he made no answer. He makes no answer. That's what it says in verse 9. Right. So this, again, sounds to us like like the Jesus we see in all the Gospels, who's, mm-hmm. you know, he's not just... Silent. He, yeah, not standing up he's making a big defense for himself. That. Sometimes he's completely silent, won't say one word, when, and just stuns everybody. Why is this mm-hmm. guy not... Of course, this would take us back straight to Isaiah 53, right. how, like a lamb before the shears, like a sheep before the shears, mm-hmm. is silent. So he went to his death for us you know and so very much that's what we're seeing here making no defense even though he certainly could but he made made no answer then verse 10 the chief priests and the scribes stood by vehemently accusing him so they're still here they haven't just left it they've been by his side the whole time yelling things screaming things talking about how awful they
0: sound out of control i mean it's making them look crazy
1: yeah i agree they must look crazy. Um, verse 11, and Herod with his soldiers treated him with contempt and mocked him. So again, I see Herod and soldiers doing the exact thing they shouldn't do. Um, just just treating the one, the son of God who has come, the true king uh, who's in their presence. They are treating him mm-hmm. as nothing, mocking. Mm-hmm. And then arraying him in splendid clothing. He sent him back to Pilate. Puts on some nice, beautiful right. garment, some kind of pretty garment, some kind of something, um, and sends him back over to Pilate. Oh. Just to, again, just to mock him, of course. That's right. all that he's doing. But then verse 12 is added, which is a very interesting verse, which we don't get from any other gospel. And we don't have this whole, this whole thing is not in any other gospel. Right. Luke is the only one who tells us about Pilate sending him over to Herod mm-hmm. to see what Herod would do. Yeah. And if Herod would take care of this problem. So is him.
0: this, this splendid clothing, is that the, like the purple robe? I think so. That we read about probably, in the other gospels. Probably
1: is. Okay. But it's hard to, it's hard to say yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense yeah. to me. But...
1: Um, and so whenever he, whenever he comes back. Uh, the interesting thing in verse 12 is and Herod and Pilate became friends with each other that very day for before this day they had been at enmity with each other Mm. on this day there was enough of a connection between them about the fact apparently that there was nothing nothing to condemn this guy for they were both willing to agree on that and they became friends in some sense of the word. I don't think they're probably best friends, but who knows? But I doubt it. Is that but about they could making at least
0: strange bedfellows. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> Found some commonality in yeah. this. Neither one of them wanted to be the one to condemn an innocent man. This sounds crazy, you know? Why would we do this? We can't. And so, even though they've been at odds to this day over Jesus, they actually find some commonality and um, don't understand why in the world they would use their power against mm-hmm. somebody like this and he may not have done what herod wanted him and to do these crazy religious tricks, leaders are yeah i like, think obviously they like have, a they're dog no with, a with a, a bone problem there. yeah i think that's it too now in order to make a little more sense of this i think we look at luke throughout luke and acts and we watch when jesus or any chris paul peter Christians who come up before authorities mm-hmm. are so often, very often pronounced not guilty mm-hmm. by the true powers that be, right. especially Roman powers. But That's even true. even we see the Sanhedrin having, you know, they, they can't even really find anything wrong with John and Peter whenever they come before him in early, early in Acts. They got, they're like, there, there doesn't seem to be anything here. Mm-hmm. We don't understand where they get this word, which makes sense
0: because I think Luke is writing this to someone, trying to show that very thing.
1: That very thing connects to them that that this nobody found is not a threat, a problem. Yes, even from the beginning, nobody who has any power of judging, who has the ability to take issue, and could everybody keeps saying this is fine. Why is this a problem? We don't, we don't see the issue here. Yeah. um, Threat.
0: Threat, right.
1: Yeah, it is dead. That's what they keep saying. And so here for Luke to add Herod to the mix here for us in Jesus's trial mm-hmm. um, thing is just for us to be able to see, oh yeah, just everybody keeps saying, mm-hmm. we don't know what the problem is. Why yes. is this a problem? But these leaders are so jealous of the power that they're going mm-hmm. to lose to this son of God, that they want shepherds. him out of the way. Yes, mm-hmm. bad shepherds. So then Pilate calls together the chief priests, the rulers of the people, said to them, You brought me this man who's one who's misleading the people. And after examining him before you, behold, I didn't find this man guilty of any of the charges against him. So again, Pilate says, He's not guilty.
0: Mm-hmm. And neither did Herod. And
1: Herod didn't, because he sent him back to him. And so nothing of death has been done. Uh nothing deserving death has been done by him. I'll therefore punish and release him. Now, of course, they're going to get very upset right. about that. We'll have to talk about that next time. I
0: always, I was saying before we started this, I always have it in my mind that this is like mobs of people right. that are calling for his death. Right. But like you said, first thing, it's early in the morning. Yes. Nobody even is up and knows the news.
1: Yes. Right. This is as soon um, as dawn comes, they are convening some kind of council
0: right and this is the chief priest and the rulers and it says and the people yeah probably a small group of people who are yes chosen specifically and picked they are in their court yes. they know they are with He's, them that's right in this and so they've gotten them together all early in the morning so that these others haven't had time to even find out what's going on right. to be there
1: I think without question.
0: So it's not like we see even on some of the movies that this whole giant mob of people, yeah, all the Jews in town saying, in, Jerusalem Jew in Jerusalem are
1: is yelling for Jesus. No, it's not God. even,
0: there's not even time for them to all know what's going on.
1: No, I agree. There's not. We have to remember, like we said before, that all of this, him coming, coming to Pilate, going, being sent over to Herod, spending time there, coming back to Pilate, his flogging, and then his parade through the city to Golgotha, and being hung on a cross, and actually put up on the cross—all of that has to happen before noon. That's yes. a lot of stuff to happen before noon, and so they are yeah. speeding this thing as fast as they can to get it done, so that the so that the mobs don't actually know. Think about how
0: happening. hard it is to get up and get very much before <laughs> Get your noon. own kids. Get your own kids out Talk to with, school. You know, yeah. whatever before noon. I yeah. mean. It's a lot yeah. to happen before noon.
1: Yes, this is a lot. And so just imagine, this is an obviously a kangaroo court being convened as quick as possible. Let's get this done and get this guy out of our air. And
0: I think I also picture pilot in here, you know, agonizing over, well, and going through all the evidence. and mm-hmm. But it was nothing to them. They were right. like, no, this is not a problem.
1: Right. That's what I, I don't think. So. Yeah, I think they know right away, mm-hmm. this is not a problem. Why are we having a problem with this? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, something to keep in mind, because um, I think we do need to remember that as we
0: are reading this story. This This is is something that is obviously out of line. Yeah, very obvious that these uh, religious leaders are pushing their agenda and trying to get it pushed through before anybody notices. Yes, agreed.
1: Well, we will continue more with this next time. We'll start in verse 18 in chapter 23. Wow, we are really moving on now. Um, We are about to be at the cross next time. That'll be very interesting. Um, And so talk about some of Luke's peculiarities there. Um, But we really are glad you're listening. Thank you so much for sharing. We love being able to talk to y'all and we hope you're getting something from it. Feel free to give us a little shout out anytime you like, Um, talk to us a little bit. And so we will hope you, we just hope you have a good week and we'll be talking to you in a few days. God bless.